What is currently happening in our cruise industry today? Join me for Cruise Combos as we discover and learn from cruise industry leaders across the globe, all within 28 minutes. I'm Claudine Cole. I'm the host of Cruise Combos. Today, we are talking with Carol Cabessa, president of Azamara. What an honor. Carol, welcome to Cruise Combos. Thank you so much, Claudine. I love participating in, in the conversation for Cruise, and I'm honored by the invitation. So thank you so much. You're welcome. You're someone I look up to in the industry. So tell us a little bit about yourself. You're a female leader and president of Azamara. Can you share a little bit about your story with us? I'd love to. Really, any opportunity to talk about a career in cruise, I love that chance. And it's been what I've done for nearly 25 years, and it's been so fulfilling. Of course, I started off in forensic accounting at PricewaterhouseCoopers a long, long time ago, but then I chose to move into industry and I made the the wonderful choice to go with Royal Caribbean. And at the time, I'll share a really fun story. As I was interviewing, of course, it was several rounds. Royal Caribbean takes their time in, in making decisions. And each time I met with more and more leaders at Royal, I noticed that they had little pieces of jewelry or things that indicated they'd been with the company for a very long period of time. And what I realized was all of these people had been there for 10, 15, 20 plus years. Either the company was doing really great things to keep their employees happy, or they were overpaying them tremendously, or both. And I was good with either one of those. And that's how I ended up at Royal. And it was a wonderful time there because I was able to work in a variety of different roles. I think I had nine different roles during my time there. Everything from finance to sales to even investor relations, revenue management. I was learning something new all the time. And that is something that I think is is critical in helping progress a career and choosing a direction. So extremely fulfilling. And at the end of that, uh, I was given an opportunity to join Azamara in the capacity of chief operating officer and I've been here ever since. It's been five years, and this is clearly a culmination of an education in cruise and something that now that I see every aspect of the operation, of course, all of that front of house and now all of the back of house, how the magic happens on board from an operational standpoint, of course, all of the ways that we develop to really exceed these expectations of guests who are so well-traveled. It keeps my day so exciting every day. You know, when I'm not thinking about Azamara and cruises, I am extremely happy to spend time with my husband and my two kids. The four of us live here in Miami. We've been here for a very long time. We really love being in the cruise capital of the world. And what we love most is going on cruises. I love that. I love that. You cruise as a family and everybody thinks that sometimes you just get to a position really quickly, but it takes time. And I love how you went, you went from position to position. You had that drive and you kept going. 
And I just think the world of you, my uh, good friend Ryan Sienna from RWS, just he just talks so well about you. He just thinks the world of you too. And I know Azamara offers so much for cruisers. Tell us, you know, if you had to pick top three things, what are top three things about the brand that we should all know, all the listeners need to know? What would you share with us? One thing that I would just take a step back and make sure everybody understands, because it can be a little bit confusing with everything that's happened over the past couple of years. And that's that Azamara is now an independent cruise line. We were purchased by a private equity firm, and they've been unbelievably supportive of our growth. To demonstrate that, they actually bought us a ship on the same day that they signed to purchase the company. And so they really want to show the marketplace that they are committed. When you step back and say, okay, how have they really shown that? Another thing is from the very first meeting we ever had, they said, we don't want to change anything. The whole point of us getting involved with this brand is that we love what it means to all of these loyalty members, like, because they did a lot of research and they could see what our loyalty members said about the brand and how passionate they were. And they said, we don't want to change anything. Keep doing what you're doing. All we want to do is support you in getting back into service and growing this company. That's exactly what they've done at every turn. You know, they've really relied on our expertise in running a cruise company and they've said, yes, do it. Keep going. So that's the first thing I would put out there as something important to understand about Azamara. The other thing for anybody who maybe only has heard in little bits and pieces, the thing that Azamara is really I guess our focus has always been leading the industry in destination immersion experiences. And what that means for us is that we create very thoughtful itineraries that our guests can look at and say, ah, oh, that is something I have never done. And I've always thought about doing, or, oh my goodness, I never thought about going to those places together to create this very special experience. Or thirdly, wow, this is my great opportunity to visit this one country during you know, our country intensive voyages and be able to see everything in the comfort of one single kind of quote unquote hotel. Normally people who want to see a lot more of a country, they have to do land tours where you're having to pack and unpack and pack and unpack and ride on motor coaches or trains or what have you. And you don't have to do any of that when you go on a country intensive for Azamara. So I would say that is a very important thing to understand about what we do and what we are known for and very thoughtful about. And the third aspect is really how we try to bring this all to life. And so when you think about our As Amazing events, we take the entire group from the ship and give them an exclusively created event in destination. And that could be anything from, you know, watching an opera in a medieval fortress in Livorno to getting a reenactment of an almost extinct carnival experience in Uruguay, bringing back all of those traditions. That's something that nobody else is focused on 
bringing to life this kind of culture and traditions the way we do. We really, really put a lot of thought and effort into it. Lovely. I love this. Now, you mentioned the country-intensive voyages. Can you tell us a little bit more? How long are they? How does it work? So if somebody was interested, what would be the process? How do they pick or how does that work? So we've chosen some of the countries where either it's a little bit more challenging to be able to carry out an intensive for a traveler or, you know, ones that are really, really popular that everybody wants to go to these destinations. So as an example, we have country intensives in South Africa, where we we hone in on all of these different areas in South Africa, and you can do all different kinds of safari. That's what people go to in Africa, right? You have to see the animals. We also do this in Norway, in France, in New Zealand, Australia, Iceland, Israel. These are the kinds of places that people want to see. And it's difficult to be able to see a 360 view of that country unless you do it on a ship. And so rather than hopping here and there and, you know, you can build itineraries very simply. You know, you just look at the map and you go, okay, here are some, you know, five or seven ports right next to each other and you do that. But when we look at how a guest I should really say it's not just any guests, right? We consider them curious travelers. Mm. These are people who have seen and done so many things. They need somebody to up the game with them. And that's what we're doing. I think those curious travelers want to say somebody has laid out something in a very thoughtful way so that I get the most out of these 7, 10, 16 days, whatever it might be, because we have them in all lengths. Thank you, Carol. That's amazing. It sounds like an experience of a lifetime, and I love the curious part. It's so important. You mentioned the As Amazing events, and you gave us a couple of examples. Could you share one more example of one? And you said you take the entire ship, right? Everybody on board gets to go to this event. What an experience, right? Because I imagine everybody getting back and anybody you meet on board talking about it. So that alone creates another moment for your guests. That's so special. It is. And it plays up on the concept that we had pioneered in longer stays and more overnights. We lead the industry in the amount of port time that we offer the guests because the point to us in this kind of travel is being ashore. Yes, we have lovely ships with the most authentic and warm, friendly environment on board. And our guests enjoy it tremendously, but they came because they want to see these destinations. So we spend as much time as possible ashore, staying late into the night. And so that's how we're able to carry out, for example, these As Amazing Evenings. I'll I'll give you another example. In Turkey, when we go to Ephesus, if you've heard of Ephesus, those ruins have this amphitheater which is thousands of years old. And so we take all of our guests there. You have red carpets that take them from where their motor coach leaves them and takes them all the way to the theater. And we have a lineup of these warriors from that time all along. The soldiers kind of show you the way. And at that amphitheater, we'll take a symphony 
and have them play for our guests. So you actually live the experience of what people might have had thousands of years ago in that theater. I've personally experienced that one. And to see the sun going down on the ruins and listening to this beautiful symphony is extraordinary. Equally special to watching La Traviata um, in, in Italy and the sun coming down and, and the beautiful set that's put up, the stage with a full orchestra and all of these extraordinary opera performers. You got to think about what goes into creating these exclusive events. And Azamara shines at that. I love it. You're such a great storyteller because I pictured myself being there and you walked me right through that experience. Thank you so much for sharing that, Carol. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, we see younger people starting to cruise. You know, they're curious as well. I was just in New York City with my two girls. We did a girls trip. I noticed a lot of the things we went to, it's all about curiosity and they're looking for experiences. So what you're talking about and what you guys are doing and spending so much time on land, this is really like what younger and younger people are looking for. Now, what do you think we could do as an industry to attract future and younger people to cruising? What are your thoughts on that? I agree that young people are very curious. They are adventurous. They want to really experience highly differentiated things. And the world is their oyster. You know, gone are the days where Americans stayed within the confines of our country. And we have a fantastic country with so much to offer. But nowadays with social media, opening what's possible to all these young folks. And and of course, they're on social media quite a lot. And so what we do and what our industry, I think, as a whole is trying to do is to show them the beauty that exists out there in the world outside our confines. We no longer have those confines. And part of it is food as well, right? They love saying how much they've experienced a different culture and they've tried these different foods. And and that's something else that we say, look, we bring all of these foods. When we're in Germany, and and I've experienced this as well, we're in Germany, we create a full German, I can't pronounce what, what they called it, but it's almost like a German barbecue, like a big cookout. And you have all kinds of sausages and different sauerkrauts and the smell of it is just intoxicating. You just salivate. And the different German desserts, the sweets, everything that you can think of. And of course, German (laughs) beer. We bring it all to enhance that learning about that culture and that destination. And so when we put in front of these young people what is possible, the beauty of these destinations, the food that these different places have to offer, they become very engaged. And we certainly have seen more engagement with younger travelers as we've exposed more of the video, right, aspect to bring it to life. That's what we have to do is we have to bring these experiences to life to these younger folks. I love that. And Carol, I've noticed as well, you had a godmother, I think her name is Beth Santos. You know, she's younger as well. She represents so much. I saw that as a move as well into trying to reach a younger audience as well for your brand. 
It was a beautiful result because what we were looking for is to find somebody who values the enrichment to your life that comes with travel. And we think Beth shares that with us. She is enamored with travel in a way that, you know, very few people are. I would put myself in her same and many on our team because that's what we live for, right? Seeing these different places and, and talking to different people and, and, you know, tasting the different foods and the music. And so it just so happened that she is a young traveler who has experienced quite a lot and agrees with us that the value of travel is immeasurable. It's just so enriching. And I think she prioritizes this as well in the same way, which is it's, it's education, Right up there with my kids need to, you know, go to a great school and and be enriched. They have to travel because they are 100% connected in making us well-rounded human beings. We learn to appreciate what is different and what is beautiful and celebrate it. Without that, I think we're not reaching our full potential as people. I completely agree. We took my girls to Broadway for the first time. Our youngest is nine and she's like, oh, I can't believe this. This is amazing, right? But it's exactly the educational piece that you're talking about. Where we live in Canada, it's so small, rural. We don't have those type of experiences. And I just think, wow, the opportunities that are available for younger people to really experience and see the world, like going on board, traveling, and like you mentioned you know, even, you know, I'm thinking those experiences that you said, getting to go on board on, you called it the country in, intensive programs or emerging. What did you call it, Carol? Country intensives. Country intensives. Like I think, imagine having younger people on board and learning so much through those. Amazing. Can I add something about that? Because yes. you mentioned it just now about how you went with your girls to Broadway Typically, those are evening experiences, right? And that's, like I mentioned before, the fact that we intentionally stay longer, it allows for that exposure to these destinations in a different light after the sun goes down. And it's a whole other experience. I mean, think about New York in the daytime and fantastic city, so much to do. But then the sun goes down and it's a whole other city that comes to life. And you see that in Venice, in, you know, so many different places that we go to. It wouldn't be the same if we left at five o'clock. Right. Right. So for a younger traveler that wants to have that kind of, you know, energetic nighttime experience, we make it possible. I love that, Carol. And great point, you know. You mentioned it before, but it didn't stick out in my mind. You know, you mentioned it. But now that you repeated it and said, look, think about the difference. It really sticks. And now when I'm talking to people, I bring up your brand. I'm going to be educating people. (laughs) Because you just taught me. (laughs) I love it. Carol, you know, thank you so much for talking with me. You're, You're a wonderful person. A lot of people I talk to about your brand, they're like, oh, she's amazing. And it it reflects so much in just the way you're talking, because I know it's coming from your heart. And not only that, it's really just coming from the love that you have 
for the industry and the brand. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. I have one last question for you, and it's one of my favorite questions. If you look back now and you could give your younger self any advice, what would you tell your younger self, Carol? There's so much. <laughs> There's so much. When we're young, we think we know everything and we don't. I would say there's so much to pick up along the way. And I've experienced it, you know, so many of these things. And there's so much left for me to continue growing and learning. I think that's one of the biggest things, right? Always know that there is more to learn and more to, to pick up. You don't know everything when you're, when you're 20 years old by any means. The other thing that I have to say, I would have had a far easier time growing professionally and as a person is if I, if I had really understood the scale of challenges, because challenges come our way every day in any business. And I would say there are really big challenges and not so big challenges. And the way we approach these things makes a huge difference. Big challenges, a pandemic. Nearly anything else, not that big a challenge. And all you need to do is step back, give it some thought, talk with your team, and you will overcome. So I feel like when we're younger, we really sweat the small things, and we should not. It is not worth it. The only way you really learn that is getting through some of those big hurdles and understanding the true scope of how you approach things. So, you know, don't sweat it. Get through it. Keep calm and be very collaborative with your teams. You'll get through it. I love that. Carol, you know, such great advice. I completely agree with you. When we're younger, we think I can do anything. And that then a challenge comes up and it's like, ah, it's the end. Oh, I can't go any further. Right. You're right. The older we get, we start to really say, okay, now this is a real challenge. How do I handle this? I love what you mentioned about working together. Yes. It's so important to include your team. You know, everything you have mentioned just really hits home. What an honor. I just, I'm so honored to be able to have this opportunity to share the, this time with you. And thank you for sharing about yourself. You know, it's so important to see who's behind all of this, who's leading the way. And leadership is so important to me. And I personally reached out because I'm like, I think you're an amazing leader in this industry and someone that I truly look up to. So thank you so much for being part of this today, Carol. Claudine, thanks to you. You're taking the time to bring all of this understanding to our industry and we can't do it without you. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this, for working with C-Trade and for continuing to educate people out there in the world about our wonderful products. Cruising isn't for everybody, but I do think quite a lot of people could really, really enjoy it if they gave it a chance. So they just need to have their eyes open to the possibilities. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'll be doing a panel at Sea Trade Cruise Global. I'm going to be talking about your brand. You got it. <laughs> awesome. Anything I can do to help, you can always count on me. Thank you. Well, thanks for being on Cruise Combos. Take care. You too. Ciao. Bye. Bye.